This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, 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 everyone. Welcome back and happy Monday. Happy 3rd of July. I just went through the line checkout at Publix. That's our grocery store over here. And the woman, I was on the phone with my dad and she said, happy 4th of July. My dad's like, is she crazy? It's the 3rd. I'm like, dad, it's okay. So happy 3rd of July to everyone, especially you, dad, if you're watching. We have a lot to go over. I wanted to kick this off by saying thank you to everyone for checking out the Horrible Human merch store. If you guys haven't checked it out, go to horriblehuman.store. It's absolutely amazing. The merch is incredible. People are loving it already. Here's just like a quick sneak peek. You can go over, you can check it out. As you guys know, I'm always wearing the merch and you guys are always asking me about it. So we just wanted to give you a way to look at it. Now, with that, guys, if you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button, show some love, and let's welcome Jason with 300 people in the room. Hello. Hi. Happy, well, 3rd of July, but happy Independence Day weekend to my fellow Americans near and far and abroad and next door and all of that jazz. And all of that jazz. And all that jazz. And all that jazz. You know? Tiffany Radziwell said, my friend and I were trying to figure out how tall Adam is. Does anyone know? <laughs> you guys can yes. go ahead and guess in the live chat. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I'm so curious to see what that, people would say. That is that is a funny thing. To Does guess. it not feel like a holiday today? I don't know. Everywhere I've gone has been kind of quiet. And I know a lot of people have off like this whole weekend, like a four-day weekend. So It's so funny, guys, because... Shaylee came in this morning and we were telling her, yeah, you have off tomorrow. Um, Lee Armstrong, yes, I'm six foot tall. Um, we were telling her that she has off tomorrow and she's like, oh my God, everybody, like the family was making fun of me. And I said, why? <laughs> she said, because they were saying how un-American it is that you guys are making me work on the 4th of July. I said, no, Jason told me to tell you last week. I just forgot to tell you. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, it is, it's one of those like federal... It's like one of those holidays we don't work, like let's say like New Year's or Christmas Day, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's just one of those days. Yeah. It's one of those days. Katie W. said, oh. Adam is six foot and Jason is six two. No, I'm actually an, what am I, an inch shorter than you, two inches shorter than you? Jason's like five six. I'm 5'10", but nice oh. try. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have a lot to get into. The first thing that everybody really wants to talk about right now, it's not Vanderpump Rules. It's not the New Jersey drama. It's not Andy Cohen. No, no. It's Kyle Richards. Jason, shall we go down the road? Oh, my God. You know, when I first heard this rumor pop up last week and stuff like that, I was going through. I'm like, no, they were just in Aspen together. Maurizio and Kyle and Kim and Kathy and Rick Hilton were sitting there doing karaoke together. So, I, you know, go ahead. Let's go through this. But I have a theory, and I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I want to see what people think anyways. All right. Well, Smeg is saying fake news. Um... Katie said, oh my God, Jason, you're so hot. You both look tall. Thank you. All right, let's get into this Morgan, Morgan, Mo, and Kyle drama because this is just, for me, Mm. I didn't see this one coming. I'm not going to lie, guys. So if you go to at facereality16 on Instagram, they do an entire deep dive on this and they talk about how they have been looking into 
Kyle Richards and Mauricio, and they've been trying to find some photos, right? While trying to find photos, they went down this rabbit hole seeing that Kyle, when she does these red carpet appearances, it seems like she's always kind of doing this pose, hiding her left hand. So some of the photos she has her massive diamond ring on, and some of the photos she does not. She just has a wedding band on. I was like, who cares, right? Well, Face Reality 16 obviously cares because they showed us. <laughs> Let me see. Here, let's just share this with you guys really quick. They did like a legit deep dive, guys. I, like, I couldn't, because I still don't know what I think about this, to be honest with you, but I'll tell you after. But for sure, there was a lot going on here. There was a lot going on. So as a you lot. can see, do Kyle and Morgan have matching rings? This was one thing that everybody was asking about. And then when she did her deep dive, Face Reality 16, she's posting all of these photos about how they used to post photos together, now that they don't. She even did a whole like story amongst her stories dedicated to this. And then there was, hold on, wait for it. There was a TikTok that came out addressing this. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, the one with the X of Morgan pointing out that there was a show at the Troubadour. Morgan is doing a show at the Troubadour and her new friend was there or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, that that yes. one, that was, that is where I kind of veered like, is there any truth to this? Because I would never think Kyle would leave Mauricio, especially for a woman, not because there's a problem with that. It's just, I didn't see the, first of all, I didn't see Scandaval coming. I didn't see Kim and Croy coming. I, I mean, this I mean, is maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe Kim and Croy, but not Scandaval for sure. This is kind of the end of an era of a year. Like yes. I, Jason knows this morning I was going through like an emotional roller coaster, you guys, because this week, for those of you who don't know, it's pop service pump last night, all of our friends, um, and yeah. kind of like family, they all got together and they did a funeral, a death to pump. And then on top of that, I turned 30 this year or 30 this week and Jason just turned 40. So I was like, this is kind of like the end of an era. It's crazy. I can't believe Pump is closed. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yes. Uh, Tinsley's opinions. Thank you so much for the super chat. He says, I smell something. It's called fake news. Don't try and scan of us or scan of all us. In the words of Nini, I see you. Happy fourth, my friends. I love that. I, you know what is so funny is there, there was a lot of digging to be done to make you kind of like believe this and, and for sure. But, you know, we talked to some of our friends too who were at their big like white party that they did in the SoFi Stadium in LA. And it didn't seem like that was apparent to them. So I'm really curious. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Well, let's play the TikTok and let you guys form your opinions with over 500 people in the room, guys. Here's the TikTok. If you two are invested in the Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade situation, listen to this. This is the most proof that I'm about to show you that they are most likely something. Shout out, huge shout out to my follower that sent me all this. The video I'm about to show you is a TikTok from Katie Cannon. Morgan Wade's ex from 2021 to 2022. So yesterday my ex was in town and um, played a show here. And I fucking knew that this certain person was going to be at her show. But yet... I had to go and fucking look. Why? Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do I do that to myself? Why do I have to look? I went and looked. And of course, like, seeing that person 
at my ex's show. It fucking hurts. She posted this video March 24th. And March 23rd, Morgan Wade played at the Troubadour in LA. And guess who was at the Troubadour? Kyle Richards and Teddy Mellencamp were at the Troubadour March 23rd for Morgan Wade's concert. I think this says a lot. Plot twist, it's Teddy. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. All of a sudden, like Teddy's the one really having an affair here, and it's really yeah. like the Tom Schwartz and Raquel <laughs> thing all over again with a decoy and Kyle Richards is the decoy. That you know, there was hilarious. there was a clip of um uh Kathy, Kyle, and Morgan actually doing an Instagram live. And Kathy said, Well, we have a secret here, and then you saw Kyle go, We have a secret, and quickly ask for Kim. Like, Kim, Kim, you know, what's the secret? So like what is the is there a secret is it just all like are do people are people at a point because we've been so influenced by like scandal and all these past things that have happened are we at a point where we are looking for things even if they don't exist or on the you know flip side is does something exist well you know i gotta be honest with you because ever since we did the interview with farah um we started talking to her more and more right and we created Mm -hmm. like this like can't wait to meet up in person. And I was really nervous about even touching on this because I really, I like my relationship with Kathy. I like my relationship with Farah, And I didn't, and like everybody saying in the live chat, this seems crazy. It seems like a reach. Like she's obsessed with Mauricio. Really now looking at all of this and looking what people at what people are speculating with those relationships aside, how do you feel? Like, do you think... Yeah. Are you questioning anything or are you just really like you don't think there's any truth to this? I don't. I mean, a lot like even Julie just in the live chat said, you know, there's a lot of similarities here. The tattoos uh, going sober, like, you know, things, things like that. But maybe, you know, part of going sober, too, is having kind of like a someone to rely on you know like um captain sean had talked very much about this with me when i was just up in cape cod too you know because he's been sober for 30 plus years and he helps a lot of people get sober and you always have that maybe this is like uh the the they're doing it together i don't know i don't know what it could be it could be a million things i think right now we need more information and i feel like this kind of thing is very different than scandal because let's say something Let's let's just play farm here and we say something is happening. You know, is this like even Shaylee said, is this a soft launch into like a separation or or, or whatever? Oh, that is what she said. She said, is this a soft launch into a divorce? Yes. It, are, are the, do they have an agreement of like, you know what? I'm something right now is not working in our marriage and maybe I need to go explore something else and see if it works out. And maybe he's being supportive and that's why he has his own show now and she's doing her thing. It's all conspiracy. But until we have more information, I don't want to like kind of jump on and, and speculate if, if maybe Kyle's with a woman, you know, it, well, it, you it know, would definitely knock Scannaval out of, of left field for sure. Yes. And I mean, listen, it would be it would be great for the new season of Beverly Hills. But the sad part is, too, is why, you know, since we started this channel three years ago, I've been called out probably a handful of times by people just reminding me that they are real people. Their kids do see things. Their family sees things and they let me know and they have no problem. Jeez, if you guys would have been at BravoCon, trust me, (laughs) ask Emily D. Baker. They have no problem letting you know. Oh, yeah, I know exactly who you are. By the way, I just wanted to address something really quick. And they clock you for everything and don't forget shit. It was like yep. the first time I met 
Captain Sean and I sat down. And I asked you if you set me up because I was telling Captain Sean, <laughs> you know, I said, people forget that we see people on TV. We don't know them. He's like, I appreciate you saying that. And I said, why? He's like, because you said something about me. And I said, what did I say? He said, you called me a golem. I was like, <gasps> I did not. And he said, you did. And I was like, and I looked I forgot at the you exact quote. He'll, he'll probably know. Yeah, I think it was Gollum. And you no, said, I think I it was like this Smeagol looking something, something. Yeah. <laughs> he said something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then you, I looked at you and I said, this is a fucking setup. And you said, it's not, I swear. And I was like, I, hey, I got called up too, because I was assuming certain things like about, you know, yacht captains and, and the show too, which, you know, we've been fully educated on the yachting industry since, you know, meeting Captain Sean and having a, an amazing friendship with him, actually a really good friendship. Um, we, we know things now that we would assume before. So like, I feel like this might be a similar situation is where a lot of people are assuming and, you know, and stuff like that. Um, I believe Toaster JB that Beverly Hills has wrapped. Yeah, they have wrapped. Yeah. I actually was just, um, speaking with one of the Beverly Hills ladies the other day. Um, actually, you know this already. I, I don't need to name who, but yeah. we were, we, we've been talking about doing a sit down with her and she was so sweet. Actually, the email that she gave, sent us, it was so sweet. It was just pretty much like, Hey, listen, like we wrapped filming. I was really I, excited about doing this interview. I'm going to have to put this off to the side for a second. Right now, I just really want to focus on my family while I don't have cameras in my face. And then once we get back into it, then I'll give you your interview. And I was like, yeah, and it's here. the summer, you know, it's the summer too. Like I, I, out of all days today, I'm feeling like it's very summer or how anyone else feels. About I know that. it's yeah. weird. Yesterday, by the way, guys, yesterday I said to Jason, after we went to brunch, I said, let's go to the pool. And I blew up this little floaty thing. And Jason's like, I'm not going to the pool. I went out there and I was like, fine, I'll go out there for 10 minutes. I went out to the community pool. I fell asleep for like two hours. I came yeah. back. Jason's <laughs> like, were you there the whole time? I was like, yes, it's summer. It's okay. Summer. It's summer. All right. So yeah, I'm 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 just curious. I just curious. You know, we're gonna get a lot of chatter coming up the closer we get to a, a release of Beverly Hills. So there's gonna be a lot of chatter happening and a lot of things you're gonna have to kind of like pick apart and decide what you believe and not believe. Because this is now, you know, unfortunately, this is how it works. You know, we're gonna start hearing stories. We're gonna start to get set up. We're gonna start to it's not the same anymore. It's not like watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season one and two and three, you know, where it was kind of light. Now it's toxic and things happen off the show. You yeah. know? So yeah. I think they always happen off the show. I think we're just now it's like you don't really get away with shit. And like Yeah, and, and it's not that we're more privy to the information. I feel like there are a lot of like things Now you have housewives that that love to talk to bloggers and want to release things, information that could go somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we had that last season of Beverly Hills. So, yeah. you know, I know it was so funny because Frank Catania just did two teas in a pod recently. And he said um, they were asking, <laughs> does, does Margaret sell stories to bloggers? And I think that's so funny because, you know, we have a great relationship with Margaret, too. With honestly, a lot of people, that's why I always say people think that we like lean in favor of, and it's not true. We have relationships, independent relationships with most a lot. People. Yeah, a lot yeah. of, a lot of them. Yeah. And for Margaret, she's never one fed me a story two tried to sell me a story. She doesn't give me shit for the woman who has the arsenal and she trusts us. We've had conversations. She'll, yeah. She'll talk to you. She won't tell you what's happening this season. She won't give you spoilers. She's not, she won't throw anybody under the bus. And I, I thought that was interesting because 
I would say, listen, if you have some like behind the scenes tea, I would love to have it. But then we've had people from Salt Lake, from Miami, from New York, try to give a shit and we never take it. So, And then some of the stuff that we've been given before, speaking of like the show below, it hasn't turned out to be true, mm-hmm. you know, in the end. Right. So it's, it's very, it is very interesting. It's, that's why you just kind of, this is why we talk about it. And if we do have a story that we can break first, then we, you know, we definitely do. But in a light way, I was just laughing that every time we come on hot, messy topics, we can't get through an hour without mentioning one of the most controversial, one of the greatest uh, podcasts of all times, two T's in a pod. I know. Well, listen, <laughs> we love our Tamara and Teddy and Teddy. We do. And we I want to know, Teddy. We love talking about him, too. Are you hanging out with Morgan Wade, girl? Uh, we want to know. Okay. Another she's lucky to hang out with anyone. I have another question for you guys. And this was a question that I kind of had for Jason, too. Um, I want to talk about Lisa Rinna for a second. Lisa Rinna, Lisa Vanderpump, and Kyle Richards, since we're on our diamond holders. So recently, let me just bring this up really quick. So I make sure that I know exactly what I'm saying. So recently, uh, Lisa Rinna apparently and her husband, Harry Hamlin, took out a $4.3 million mortgage on their Beverly Hills home. Actually, it was an accumulation of mortgages over the last five years, which their home is worth about $4.9 million. So it's only about $600,000 more than the amount of loans that they've actually taken out on the home. And I, I thought in my head, I'm like, is this a financial cry for help? Like, is this, are we trying to stay afloat, right? So then I kept looking and I I was trying to look into some of the other, you know, women on the show and do they have any kind of situations like this? And as I was going through, I'm going to see if I can pull this up for you really quick. I know I have it somewhere. Um, Because Kim, or not Kim, um, Kyle Richards, here, I can't bring it up. Kyle Richards And Mauricio also just took out a major mortgage on their home. And Lisa Vanderpump also just took out a major mortgage on their home, Mm -hmm. on her home. Kyle Richards and her husband took out a $5.3 million mortgage on their $8.2 million home. So I think my question is here is when I saw Lisa Vanderpump doing, doing it, everybody was speculating. They were saying that she was selling Villa Rosa, that she couldn't afford her lifestyle anymore. And then boom, we see Lisa Renna doing it. So now seeing Lisa Rinna do it, I was like, she's not hurting for money. She's filming American Horror Story. She's been all over Fashion Week. We've seen her. She's doing all of these major campaigns. She's making a shit ton of money right now. Right. So it couldn't be that. And Kyle and Mauricio might actually be the richest, one of the richest couples on the Housewives. I believe they are. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so they they're are. not doing it because they need the money. Is this just like a smart business practice? It really, it, I mean, from a sense, because we we also play in the real estate world a little bit and like we make decisions based on certain things. I think it's crazy that they're doing this when the rates are so high though. That's, what's, that's what gets me. But it's inexpensive for them to do this. This is just my opinion. This is what I'm thinking. It's like the mortgage is inexpensive for them if they can... Make it less. It's inexpensive. Listen, they know what they're doing. Mauricio is in real estate. He runs one of the most successful real estate agencies in the United States. So I think there is a reason, a good business reason they would be doing this. Right. So you, okay. You know, I don't think, I don't think they're struggling for money, you know, although a lot of people with wealth don't have their money just sitting in one place. So maybe they need to maneuver things. Yes. Tracy can be for tax reasons. It, It can be for a lot of things. So they they know how to work the market. They know they know what they're doing. 
I don't think no anyone. It's funny because everyone was suggesting that Lisa was selling Villa Rosa, and I even thought like eventually she's going to leave LA. I think they're going to leave Beverly Hills, you know, sooner than later. In my opinion, I think. But um, yeah, no, they they're not selling Villa Rosa. They were just trying to make their money, you know, expand. Rich people know how to keep their money. Yeah, partly cloudy said, I'm wondering if all these mortgages are some kind of tax break or something. I mean, listen, Could they, be. they do say there is like an old saying too, which this might sound really stupid because this is what Louis commented on my Instagram when he wanted to kind of clap back at me, but I didn't say anything, Louis. I just said that the house is only in your LLC. Okay. But Louis was like, and it's paid for in full. And I didn't Which realize I that don't, people don't want to pay their house in full because then no. you don't get the tax break. Correct. So yeah, that's, you know, we worked in real estate, Adam. We know some of the stuff, but I, a lot of people buy their homes in LLCs, um, i.e. all of the Kardashians, you know, yeah. every single one. So it's, it's true. All business. It's all business. Okay. Well, okay. shall we move on, Jason? Which way are we going? Are we going to Vanderpump Rules? Or are we going to New Jersey? Uh, let's go to Vanderpump Rules because last night I was sitting up and I'm watching um, all of my friends at Pump, which I didn't think gonna, I would really miss out on because... You're about to get emotional. No, I'm not, I'm not about to get emotional because oh. I had a literally a shackle and chain, you know, going... Is that I, how you look at it? No, but some nights, I mean, some most nights, that's how I felt when I was running Pump, right? I have like a staff of of 50 something running around like crazy all the time creating more problems for me than we need but they they are like some of the most special people to me so it was sad to watch them last night all like this is the end of an era you know we met at pump you know i was saying to you last night because we had a few people text us and they were like you know at one part of you is like you got to move on and the other part of you is like there's so many special memories that are held with that. I did a video earlier this morning and people don't know this because they're watching us on here. So they don't see the rest of our house. We have a photo downstairs that Jason gave me for our anniversary, which is so sweet. And it has the coordinates of pump because that's where we met. And it says a sky full of stars. Cause that's the song that that's our song. And it has like the coordinates it's so cheesy, of, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it has like the coordinates of the stars, which was it's, it's super cute. But the point is yeah. it just really holds that it's like a, that close to us and it means that much. it was like 30 percent of our la story which is wild to me and a and lot like, of the people that we met too you know a lot of people that I, I hired at pump when they first moved to la like jordan and and i thought it Taylor, was so dumb, Tom Tom and way, like and i know my friends watch this but like my friends reached out to me you guys and they wanted me to do first of all once pops passed i knew i wasn't going to this anyways because i didn't yeah. know what was going to happen with pops but they wanted me and Jason to show up yesterday because all of our friends showed up and dressed in all black to pump and they did an R.I. pump, meaning yeah. like rest yeah. in peace pump. They did like a death to pump funeral sort of situation. They were filming Vanderpump Rules and just seeing it. It's like it triggers so many memories. And then seeing Lisa Vanderpump last night, there were videos that came out of her saying her goodbyes. It, it kind of... It made me in like some weird effed up way, like just slightly emotional about it. You know what's, uh, and I, I know we're not talking about anything like crazy, but Pump was a very special place because if I could tell you how close that family was, if you put cameras inside Pump, you would have the best 
reality it, show you it would have been asked for better. it doesn't need to be pre-produced all the drama was there all the people were there uh, the diversity that people ask for every year is all there you know so you had everything there and it was kind of like a little like we had we had one of our very close you know friends like pass from a motorcycle accident and they did a, an amazing like ceremony you know and you don't realize from watching Lisa and Ken and speculating about all these controversies, how close of a group that they created at pump and how intertwined and involved they were. You know, I used to talk to Ken and I used to talk to Lisa like four times a night and Ken every day. Remember he would call literally, I still have his voicemails on my phone. Like, Every single day. They Wait, were very would you tell the story really quick about when the host, the new host, answered the phone and thought it was Ken? Oh, that's funny. So, I think I've told the story to our members, but we did. I had I had a new host. Um, actually, it might have been Peter's sister, but I, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, it was no, it, Peter's sister. I think it, uh, maybe. I'm not sure if it was. So I don't want to say if it was if it was her or not. But we had a new host start, and every time the phone rang, it said Kenneth Todd. Mm-hmm. So you would assume it's Ken calling, and like I would run away from the host stand. I'm like come get me so I can prepare because I know what he's going to ask. He wants to know the numbers. He wants to know why. He wants to know what's happening. How many people are at the bar? How many bartenders are on? How many servers are on? Uh, you know, how is my scheduling going for the week? Like all of the stuff that a real person who owns like a real restaurateur, a real restaurant owner asks, right? So he, he, um, she answers. She's like, hey, boss, thinking it's Ken because, you know, Ken had a really good relationship with the hosts. You know, he would always call and they'd be like, oh, hey, boss, how's it going? And she's like, who, who, Go outside and see whose name is on the front of that building. I'm your boss. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, so funny. And then she came in five minutes later. That's the most embarrassing part. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's Who? I remember, Who? I remember. Whose name is on the front of the building? I remember one time I was sitting there. Um, Judy Goldfarb. Adam, could you show that on members only? I'm guessing you're asking about the Sky Full of Stars photo. Yes. I will, oh, I will yeah, take yeah, a photo of sure. it. I'll post it in the community tab today um but i i was laughing because when i first started sir lisa and ken had no clue who i was austin alex everybody but adam and i remember when his name would come up on caller id and i would answer and i'd be like hi thank you for calling sir restaurant and you would have to pretend like so perfect yeah you hi thank you for calling sir restaurant blah 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 and then ken would be like what are the numbers and i'd be like (laughs) well we have 300 on the books today and he's like what times and he literally went down the list of questions and at the very beginning my i would like my my stomach would be in my ass and then by the end of it when i saw kenneth todd pop up i would be like move over bitches and i would grab the phone and i'd be like 300 on the books we have 13 cancellations tonight don't know why seven birthday parties two anniversaries and everybody is gone by 11 p.m (laughs) like i was on that shit so you know we had a, a friend um his name's rocco i don't know if you guys remember chloe kardashian did her revenge body show on e and he was actually on revenge body rocco is probably one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet he worked at villa blanca tom tom and now pump and he sent us a message saying that ken did like a very sad farewell to everyone just letting them know we appreciate you and so many people asked me and i'm sure asked jason as well like what happens to the pump employees like if lisa and ken are so loyal what happens to them well, I'm going to play a video for you guys so you guys can see. Lisa oh. did make a parting announcement, and she let you guys know exactly what's going to happen to her pump boys. Take a look at this. Absolutely amazing. My pump boys, you are exceptional. I love you. So many of you. 
we're going to be at Tom Tom. So, officially, I'd say that's a wrap and the pump has left the building. Good night. Doesn't that kind of make you want to cry in some weird effed up way? I mean, it's so weird. Maybe I'm just so jaded, but I've seen so many things happen at Pump. Yeah. Like so many things. I mean, Lady Gaga's manager's birthday party. Lady Gaga was like, she called me. They used to call us before they used to roll up. You know what I mean? The Irish prime minister sneaking in his friend you know or alleged friend it was on the news you know stuff happened at pump all the it was just a place and then they had the best location they had um just a really good the camaraderie at pump was so different than sir it's so catty at sir no one got along with the sir employees sir, at all. the employees at sir were kind of assholes it's so and catty. i worked there yeah it was, catty, it was like, bitchy, and it was almost like it was like you thought you were part of this vip club when really the people at pump and tom this is so dumb yeah we, we were part of the vpr this. club so yeah no, I'm the just kidding. Pump and tom, <laughs> like everybody got along and then when sir people would come over they'd be like oh god i'm from yeah. sir and we'd be like we don't fucking care and you're not getting dick for free. Okay? It, yeah, no. And that that's true too. But it oh. it does, it, there's a lot of things you can say about Ken and Lisa, you know, about business and how they do things or run things or, you know, how you perceive them or think they are. But what I can tell you from personal experience from running what I want to say was one of their most successful restaurants for so many years is that they really do care about the people, but they see everything. So you can't yeah. F up. You know what I mean? It's, you know, they see everything i remember being called over there to their table and ken was like he just gave a free drink away to that girl he's flirting with and i was like why right now can you do that when he's not here why why do we have to do that when ken is looking straight at you so i had to go over and fake warn him and i'm like just ask me first please so i can know what's happening and then i can go to ken and be like no i already said it was okay don't worry about it you know what i mean yeah so you know what's funny i've never told this story on here but there was another, and the guys, this isn't like a, I think because yesterday was an RI pump, I, like the little stories are fun too. We do a lot of this on our members only, which by the way, we are back this week with we members are. only yeah. morning meetings instead of like the later lives. But there was one time when Lisa and Ken were in at Tom Tom. Lisa was sitting down. Kim would always get up and walk around with the puppy and he would go say hi to people. He would get bored at the table and Lisa would sit there and entertain the people <laughs> at the table. Well, they were in with Nick and Elena, the ones who design everything in their restaurants, as you can see, like the fixtures, to, I mean, everything, every detail. And so they're sitting there and Kim comes up to me as he's passing me and he's like, hey, can you, can you give me a Peroni and bring it to the bar? I'll be at the bar. And I was like, okay. So I, <laughs> I go and ask the bartender for a Peroni. They're like, you need to ring it up. I said, I'm not ringing it up. It's for Ken. So I get the Peroni. Ken's gone. Ken goes back to the table. My dumbass walks over to the table, sits down the Peroni with a glass. And he goes, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I thought you wanted a Peroni. He's no, like, oh, no, in front it. of people. He wanted it on like at the bar. I did. And, Hello. And was like, Ken. Ken, you're not drinking, are you? You're, you're not, not drinking, drinking a beer tonight, Ken. And he was See, like, no. all the bartenders knew too. It's like, if Ken wants to drink, that means he doesn't want to drink in front of people. <laughs> he just wants to have a yeah. quick one by you the bar. But really yeah, sneaky, really quick. And he got, and he literally he threw me under the bus so quick. And Lisa was like, it's okay, don't yell at him. It's okay, Ken. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. He's like, you know, this is this is cost. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I see right through your ass. 
but I love yeah. Ken and Lisa, you know, but yeah, yeah, right. yeah. no, 100%. Great story time. That was kind of reminiscent. That was, that was nice. But it was. I do have to say there was a lot of things that you had to deal with, you know, when you're, when you're in charge of all of those people, there's a lot, like it doesn't stop. Remember, we couldn't even go to Palm Springs for like a day and a half without my phone going off. No. Or like the alarm company, they still call me every time the alarm goes off at what is it? 89 through 34, 86, 34, whatever it is, Santa Monica Boulevard. It's like EDT, your pump, your uh, pump LLC alarm is going off. And I'm like, I have not worked at that job in three and a half, four years. Like, why are they still calling me? <laughs> why? That is actually kind of funny. Yeah. All right. So as we move on, guys, it is the end of an era, but it's the beginning of a new season. Season 11 of Vanderpump Rules. And there's one person who might be just letting his mouth overload his ass. Oh, God. I know. That's an old saying that my dad used to always say to me. He used to always say, son, don't let your mouth overload your ass. And I'd be like, dad, I'm not. But I always did. (laughs) Now, Jax Taylor is giving us a lot of promises. Jax Taylor Mm -hmm. is being very praised right now. People want to see him back. People want to see Britney back. They've been watching with the watch with Jax and Britney on Peacock and also tuning into their podcast. Now, in this appearance, Jax had a pinata that was a worm with a mustache. He had no problem FaceTiming Tom Schwartz and James Kennedy to laugh about this. But then he also delivered a promise to the fans of Vanderpump Rules. Take a look. Cheers. Since I've been back, but I'm ready to be back. And I'm gonna bring it. I promise you, I will bring it. To the people of, actually I probably say too much right now. The people who need to be brought into, I will bring it. You know what I, it's been fun. You know what I it's just noticed? It's been two years, years since I've been back, but I'm ready to be back. And I'm gonna bring it. I promise Do you see the camera guy behind him? Mm. Is that Banner Pump Rules? Are they filming him? Everything right now is being filmed. And also like, yeah, 100%. But also like, it's a reality show. You're not supposed to, I'm going to bring it. Just live your life. We're supposed to be watching reality. And now we have so many shows like Banner Pump Rules that are are just so pre-produced. Scandaval gave us a little bit of the reality back for a second. I'm going to bring it. Bet your ass. I will get that worm with a mustache. It's like, okay, okay thanks. Are you running for president? Like, we don't need your promises, your empty, broken promises, like everyone else on Bravo at this point, like Andy Cohen with a reunion. This is the one. You also, don't want to miss this. I ask yeah. the questions and then we watch it. And we're three freaking reunions through Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, you made me watch the last five minutes for what? And I respectfully just want to say, while I have no problems with you, get in line, asshole. Everybody's waiting to rip Tom Sandoval's head off this season. It's not just you, and you weren't even a part of season 10 to be in the mix of wanting to rip his head off. However, Tom Sandoval, for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure by now everybody's in the know, has been in New Zealand filming Fox's Special Forces Season 2. Now, this is where he is going there with a bunch of people who are very... highly trained, um, military trained, and they're putting them through a series of tests to see if you can make it. Can you face the challenges and overcome them? If you don't, you lose, you fail, you go home. If you do, you win a bunch of money. So he missed the first week of filming because of this. Now I'm wondering what's seeing the camera in the background with, but also Vanderpump Rules cameras would never play that clip on Vanderpump Rules because of what you just said. Because you said, you don't know, wouldn't you just come on and show your life? Huh? We don't know anymore. So, wait. 
so I've said this uh, since Jax has got you know done some Jax a uh, Jax up a little bit. He reminds me of Steven Seagal, like a young Steven Seagal. So this he kind of looks that like a, a Louis he, in the making. No, <laughs> why'd you bring that photo up? Sorry, that's what he looks like. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised because I I really think that producers and even the cast is going to get very creative for season eleven. You know, they have to get creative. We just had Scandaval. There's nothing that's going to be bigger unless Kyle is actually dating this chick. You know what I mean? Like, you have no idea. But then it makes me think, too, if he's delivering on that promise that he's going to, like, pretty much rip Tom Sandoval a new asshole. And now Deadline put out the news that Bravo is greenlighting an eight-episode Vanderpump Rules spinoff starring Jax, Brittany, Kristen, as far as we know. We don't know who else would be involved in this. Who is that, that spinoff funded by? NBC. Oh. Who, who funded the pilot? Oh, I believe that was Jax. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's reasons for everything. Right. But then I think that, you know, I think what's going to happen is they're going to, do you remember before when they were going to use Stassi's wedding as a segue in the Vanderpump Valley? Yes. I feel like they're going to bring on Jax and Brittany this season. This might be the segue season. They're like redoing it now in their head. They're not using Stassi's wedding. They're reintroducing Jax. They're going to have, but then also, I don't know because they keep on saying we're, tra- we're trading in bottles for baby bottles Kristen Doty has no child Lala Kent cannot film with her child per Randall Emmett right, right. we can film are Stassi Schroeder Jax and Sheena Sheena I don't think would leave Vanderpump Rules unless it was a segue and Stassi does not like Jax and Brittany so she's not going to here's the them. thing it's like is everyone getting too excited about Scandival all right because the Scandival had nothing to do with any of these people they had already done this. They've done Scandaval before. The thing that made Scandaval so interesting is we actually really didn't know, guys. 100%. We've said this a million times. We've gone down exactly why. We have like paper proof, you know, of why this shouldn't have happened and it happened. We have, we're friends with a lot of them, you know, but I think everyone got excited. Everyone wanted a piece of the pie. And now, you know, of course we liked watching Jax and Brittany react to the show. Yeah. Oh my God, 100%. I love listening to their podcast. How long does that last? You know, because already you were a has-been. So now, how are you going to come back to make yourself relevant to stick around for a while? You know what I mean? Just because Scandal happened doesn't mean Jax and Brittany are back and here we go. And it's going to be like this amazing show. No, that's not it. Everyone was playing off of uh, Scandal. Smeg said, if they're going to segue into a new show, now is the time. And Vicky Harnish has too. a question yeah. for you, Jason. Are you interested in diddling in the lady? No, I, n- no I've diddled enough. Um, <laughs> enough to know. You know what I mean? Jason's um, done all the diddling. I've, I've done the diddling. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, if they're, yes, 100%, Smeg, I agree with you. This is the time. And I think I said that on a, a previous Hot Messy Topics. If you're going to do any kind of spinoff, you need to do it. You need to do it now. You have to pick up the cameras immediately Mm because we're not going to want to wait. It needs to come up immediately. So I'm curious to see if Scandaval is enough to make us interested in people who have A, been canceled, Kristen Doty, or, you know, people like Jax and Brittany who, you know, Jax... But then not also the number one guy anymore. Now my next question is if we're taking people out of cancellation, where is the line? 
So now Kristen is uncanceled. Stassi got canceled for the same reason that Kristen did. Is Stassi not canceled anymore? So if Kristen and Stassi are now invited back to Bravo, is Kelly Dodd back invited back to Bravo? Kelly Dodd wore a Drunk Wives Matter hat, which obviously we know led to her cancellation. Mm-hmm. Stassi and Kristen called the police on a fellow black cast member, which led to their cancellation. And then they bragged about it on a podcast. I'm just wondering now, obviously this has been a few years, right? We just celebrated right. three years on YouTube. It's We started our channel during the pandemic. So it's been three years. What does this look like? Are we now giving people the opportunity to come out of cancellation and Depends share their story? Because some of the same people that wanted them canceled also now want them back. So yeah. it's, it's really just very... It, in a sense, it's hypocritical of the network as well, but of also some of the same people who were standing there being like, cancel this person, are now like, we want to watch them. They've learned their lesson. You know, it's like, this is so confusing. Just like everyone in the world right now is just so confused about everything. You know, so it's just, it's, I don't know though if like it's enough, if Scannaval is enough to to bring a spinoff. Now, I did really love seeing uh, Ken and Lisa filmed the closing of Pump. I also yeah. loved seeing um, Schwartz like participating and and you know Lala, Ariana, Sheena together. I'm really curious about how season eleven is going to go, and I'm definitely going to watch it for that 100. percent Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Real Housewives of Orange County needs Kelly to take on Tamara for good TV. Just saying. Hmm. Hmm. I agree with that. All right. Well, the last part of this too that I just wanted to address when it comes to Vanderpump Rules. With Tom Sandoval sort of being on the outs with the cast, yes, we know. The big rumor is, and it came out from page six, that they are trying to have Sheena, Ariana, Lala, and Katie tap into their friend groups and find new cast members. I don't really know how this would work. I could think of one person who I think would be a great fit. Actually, I could think of two people who I think would be a great fit on Vanderpump Rules. I bet you you would never guess. I would love to know, and I hope you don't say what I'm thinking you're going to say, but... Who? They both start with J. Oh no, Jordan. Maybe I don't. Jordan would be amazing. She would be so, fucking killer. Yes. And she would not. She would not back down from any. This is the Anything. same girl who I accidentally took her table at Tom Tom. Jordan's one of our best friends. We love Jordan. I took her table by accident on Tom Tom. She chest bumped the shit out of me. And yeah, she shoulder, she shoulder checked you, I think. She uh, shoulder yeah, checked th- me. Yeah, this is, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, this happened yeah. at Pump. When, when yeah. I was her she boss shoulder checked the shit out of me yeah. while I was taking their order. And then when I went over, I literally got like a lashing. You know, so. and I could see, uh, just because, I, I would say I can't see it because I know she's very happy. She has a great relationship and, and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I, she would make great TV, but would she want to do that? Yeah. Exactly. And then on top of that, I think that Jamie Lynn, who has all of the restaurants, I think that she's so intertwined. She's been around the group literally since we've been there, since before we've been there. She's been around. Yeah. The group. She knows everybody. She's beautiful. She's successful. She's be- like she she's in the mix. Here we go into, though, and th- and I'm not saying that any of these two ladies would oh, they would make Sorry, amazing Tina. Yeah, girl, I got to yeah. give you the resume to give you some clarity as to why I'm speaking. Sorry, on. Tina, some people are, are newer to the channel than you, so they don't know. Yes, but, Tina Beagle. You know, I, I do have to say, it. you know, as much as I, I agree with those maybe proposed or possible cast additions to the show, like Jordan would be amazing. 
Mm -hmm. know, I think Jamie would be great too. You know, she's a businesswoman. She's successful. She's, you know, recapped Vanderpump Rules with you on here. But then here lies in the question is we're still not showing the diversity. And of course, Jordan is part of the LGBTQIA plus community. So that would be nice to see that integrated because I think she would integrate very well. You know, now that Richardson is gone, I don't know. To be honest with you, Valissa tried. She didn't. She didn't do good for the show. She was. That would have been diversity. She just. Right, genu- right. She was genuinely not interested. We had a conversation about this. Like when they had her film for the first season, and she actually had to be at other places where she was making money, and they didn't incentivize her or pay her. She wasn't interested in the show. That she would have been. You know, a fa- like she she would have added to the diversity. Richardson also not interested. You know, that's right. another thing too. People do ask, where is the diversity on Vanderpump Rules? You do have to remember too, it's like with Housewives, guys. Like, while there are so many people who are eager to be on a hit show on Bravo, there are so many people who don't want to share their lives. Like, I know one person, Jason and I do, I'm not going to name them. They don't want to share their life specifically because they migrated here. Their family doesn't know that they are part of the LGBTQIA community. They've been asked multiple times to I be on the mouthful. show. Yeah. And they, Sorry, every time I have to say it, I'm like, I'm adding something onto that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, but I'm saying like, they didn't want to be on the show for that because they didn't right. want, like, they didn't want that to get out there to their family. So it's not just about there being a lack of diversity. And why aren't we asking it's, people who are diverse? It's, it's multiple, multiple things. Yes. So Ebony asked, where is that Richardson's interview? It's on members only guys. You can go find it there. Um, you know, with a lot of here's the thing. It's, it's not just, how do you want to showcase your life and how much is that worth? Because coming on the first season as kind of a a new cast member, a trial, we know it doesn't pay anything. You could make more money working at the bar at pump than you could an entire season of Vanderpump rules your first season. Yeah. You know, so, and your second season really, you know, so it, it, there's that kind of like give and take. It's like, how much do you want to show? How much is that worth? What if something comes out? Yeah, You know, what if uh, you're looked at poorly and then you're never going to work in in different industries again? We did an entire podcast episode about why we said no to Vanderpump Rules, you know, and and why that we weren't going to go that route because, you know, I was a manager, you were a server, we're gay. This would, it's an easy integration into the show. We know everyone, but it's just not for us. We, we have our shit together. It's, it's different. I don't, I don't want to go exploit our lives for, for a television show. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So can we just get back on the bus and go to our next stop? Oh, gosh. Please don't say it's in Jersey. Are we heading up the turnpike? This is the heart to the Jersey turnpike. And now I'm about to bring you guys all aboard, motherfuckers, because we're going to Jersey. Actually, fun fact, guys. I didn't know this until Jason's good friend for like 20 plus years. Her name Susan told us. I didn't realize Jersey was one of the last remaining states where you don't pump your own gas. Yes. Yes. Gas up, bitches, because we're going to Jersey. Not allowed. You sit in your car. (laughs) Okay. I want to start with this. This whole Frank Catania. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start with a clip. Okay. Oh, I love clips. Yes. Let's talk. We have Jen Fessler. Jen Fessler recently did an interview. And so did Caroline Manzo's son, Albie. Jen Fessler was talking about her time on the show and why she almost quit. And Albie was... Defending Gia Judice. Can I play you both clips? Please. I would love to see these. Here we go. 
on through the first half of the season, not knowing if I'd be a housewife or a friend of. When they told me, you know, Jen, we're going to make you a friend of, I was crushed. How could you not want me? Well, I quit. I stepped back from it and talked to some of my friends who said to me, are you crazy? So what? Maybe next season you will dive in. But this is your first season to get your feet wet. It turned out to be the greatest thing. I mean, actually, to be fair, I could see where that would be a little bit disappointing in the moment where you do think, am I not good enough? It's like how I felt originally when I wanted to be, you know, like a part of going back to going back to like Vanderpump Rules when I tried to get the job at pump or whatever. It's like, am I not good enough to get the job? Why did my roommate get uh, be hired? Be careful, Adam. Tina Beagle is going to be very not happy. You're mentioning oh. that you worked for Lisa. Tina Beagle. <laughs> you need to relax on this fine third girl. Tomorrow's this the fine third. Yeah. You know what though? It did do her a, a service. It did because everyone loved Jen and Jen, she didn't have to like really play sides here. She didn't have to get so involved. It was just enough that we really, really loved her. You, you know, know what I mean? Really f***ed up is I didn't realize until Siggy did that interview that she's only known because when Jen Fessler came on the show, we thought her and Margaret have known each other for so long. This right. is just like another testament to the fact that Margaret does not feed us shit because I didn't realize that Jen Fessler and Margaret have only known each other for a few months before filming mm. because the way that they gave it to us was kind of like reminiscent of the way they gave us Leah and Ebony on Brony when it was like, oh, this has been a friendship for a long time. Right, right. Fire. You know, what's interesting about that is Jen wasn't afraid to, to shut Margaret down a little bit or, or just tell her she was wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like the fact that they've only known each other for, let's say, a few months before they started filming or whatever... That is just kind of a testament to like Jen. She's like, oh, oh, hold on. I'm reading the room. I'm reading the room. I'm not just like jumping on a side. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No. And I think it's a great thing. But I also think right now going into the next season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Andy Cohen made two interesting statements. One was that he could see New Jersey. He could see a world where we have New Jersey without Melissa and Teresa. If I were Melissa and Teresa, I would really take that in. Like that's 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 what Andy. You know, I think Andy overpromises when it comes to things like wait till the last five minutes or this is the you know the biggest Beverly Hills reunion ever. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think when it comes to stuff like that, I think that is kind of like I'm verbally just saying that we can do the show without you. You know, I don't need to to say anything else than what he just said, and I think that. You know, as an audience member, when you promise something that we're going to watch, maybe you thought it was going to be good, but we didn't. But when he's talking to the ladies, you know, through different channels, like, I can imagine a world without both of them. Actually, I can imagine Jersey without both of them. We'll see. And I think that, like, because we're today, the theme is soft launch to the divorce. I think that was like his soft <laughs> way of saying, look. This has been cute. It's been great for TV ratings. If you guys are going to try to use this to negotiate contracts, I'm shutting you down right now by just simply letting you know the show will go on. Yes. And in another interview, he made it a point to let the fans know that New Jersey is not at the Roni reboot point yet, but he could definitely see it happening, which is also... Another thing that you really don't want to hear if you're one of the cast members. Like, Roni, they somehow lucked out with this legacy thing. It's great for them. If you ask them, like, I've had a few conversations, Jason knows this, with some of the women. They actually, some of the women really enjoy this ultimate girls trip contract as opposed to Absolutely. the housewife contract. They Absolutely. have more leeway. 
they can take on other sponsorships. They can do other shows. They're not limited. And they get paid anywhere from $150,000 to $300,000 for going and filming for 10 days plus pickup shots. Yeah, let's take and, a trip. Yeah, yeah, take a trip. Why wouldn't you trip. do it? And they get to do everything else. And because they're on Ultimate Girls Trip, whoever's representing them can push them out into other shows because they're still relevant. Which is kind of exactly it. it, It's a win-win, right? That's a good way of doing it. You know, my only worry—I don't mean to break away from the Jersey conversation—but my only worry is seeing. You know, I'm I'm actually still very excited for the the new revamp of the Real Housewives of New York. But the more I watch, like this trailer, that's like in our face, like three, four times, like an hour. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I hope this is good. I hope this is good because if they can't prove themselves here, there's been many times where like Bravo's dropped the ball when they've they've done like new things. Like, why did you cancel Family Karma? That was a great show. But then did you're they gonna... cancel it though, or did they just not? Are they going to try to make Family Karma go away with canceling cast. one of the most diverse shows on Bravo without making an announcement? Ask the cast. Ask the cast, you know, like uh, it's unfortunate because that that was a, a show that ask. was like really built. I know. Hello. They don't have contracts sitting in their hands. It wasn't announced that it's coming back. You know, it, it, it would be a disservice to the network, but I really hope New York is good because if it's not, I think I might have, I might lose some a interest, but also I won't trust anything that you tell me anymore. <laughs> you, know? you know what? You also you and I think this is so important for you and everybody else too, because I know that you're just like we're on, we're on a live right now, so you're just like putting out whatever you're thinking. Yeah, but yeah. It, this is like a good reminder for people too, because we know this season of Dubai is going to be so good. But then when you first get a new season, you get new people. We have to meet them. Do we like them? Do we not? It takes us. A minute. Usually it takes us about two, three seasons. It's going to be the same thing. We have to get to know. We're invested. That's the difference is we're invested right. in our OG cast members. We're not invested in these people. We don't know them. No, I, listen, it took me one second to know I wasn't invested in Dancing Queens. That took me... That No, not even. That, that, I, just, I think that took you the trailer. I was like, yeah. ballroom dancing. I love ballroom dancing. But then like it's amateur hour and mixed with housewives. And I'm like, ugh. And mixed with like really boring drama. Like my friends like do da- or run dance conf- conventions and stuff like that. I used to be a dancer. I used to be a professional dancer paid for like, I don't want to see this. You know what I mean? If you want some real dancing trauma, you chose the wrong, the wrong platform, you know? Yeah. La Monica Coleman uh, said you and me both, Jason. Unfortunate. Cause I was excited. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, kind of just to wrap us off, uh, uh, wrap us up a little bit. Um, Frank Catania was also sharing a little bit, and he was letting us know that after the reunion, he ended up meeting up with Louie. Now, he said that he kind of feels bad for Teresa at this point because she's getting so much pressure from all sides over Louis Ruelas being on the show. And he's like, I don't know what she's going to do. But after the reunion, Louie called me and he's like, listen, I want to fix this. So we ended up going to lunch and I told him what I thought he did was wrong. He told me I would never do that. He didn't believe me. I didn't believe him. So we couldn't come to a meeting of the minds. Do I have respect for the fact that the guy called me in the first place? Yes. Um, Is there any movement? No. And then on top of that, you have Melissa and Dolores. And in this whole situation, Melissa Gorga is addressing Dolores' sleep with one eye open comment at the reunion because she was saying that Jacqueline Larita is crazy. 
right? Remember, because she was like, oh, you better, you better be careful, Melissa, bringing up Jacqueline Larita. And she clarified that that pretty much means Jacqueline Larita will not stop. And she will go to great lengths to expose anybody on the cast. And Melissa, if you have something to hide, you better keep your fucking mouth shut. Is what the mm. Lord was trying to tell her, which is interesting because I wouldn't think like that. Like if I had a, if I knew that there was this person outside of our friend group and I had a friend, like say it's me, you and Shaylee, like I wouldn't look at Shaylee and say, Shaylee, don't bring this person up. You better shut the fuck up because I wouldn't assume that Shaylee had anything to hide. Right. You know? Right. So does Dolores know something? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I would never just assume that my friend has something to hide. I would just be like, honestly, that person. Yeah, call him out. Who cares? Like, Maybe she I, doesn't I know like, if she has anything there. to hide. What? Maybe she doesn't know if she has anything to hide, you know? Yeah, and maybe this is her kind of like, you think Margaret, like right now, Melissa, you're on that side on the same couch with Margaret and you think, oh, okay, well, I don't have to go up against the arsenal. There's a whole other arsenal that's lingering. You better shut up. Yikes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, All Jersey. Right. I'm so glad we have a little bit of a break from Jersey. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but really, really curious to see how they're going to also formulate the next season like Vanderpump Rules is doing. You know, it's like, well, where do we go from here? To kick us off, like kind of wrap us up for... I'm going to say to kick us off. Am I going yeah. for another hour? No, we're not. <laughs> I'm going to play this Albie thing and then I'm going to show you one Potomac thing and then we're out of here. Guys, over a thousand in the room, smash that like button. Here's Albie. When I say I started at 22, these were like kid, 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 right. kid things, You know what yeah. I mean? So like I thought of them very differently. I was very protective over all of them. It was a different yeah. kind of thing. Like I, I felt like an uncle. Or a cousin in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Gia, Gia this season on season 13 is kind of in the same position that you've, you've kind of been in before. And she had to stick up, you know, for her mom and her family on this season. And it's like so talking down about. But how do you feel about that? Like, you've had to do it. Don't you think she has a right to do that and a right to say it? And she's mm-hmm. kind of your age that you're in now mm-hmm. or that yeah. you were in. How, how has it been talked down about? Um, in the sense where it's like you're you're a child, so yeah. do not your child do not get involved. In yeah, this. no, that that's total that's nonsense. Like she's got every right to do it because like, look, this is kind of the thing too, right? With with everybody that watches the show, this is exactly what I mean. You're not trying to have a dialogue. Yeah, you, you want your mind made up. Okay, so people, if they're saying that, they want Gia, okay, to be an entitled brat that shouldn't have an opinion be, or how dare you get involved in the adult business. Well, listen, not for nothing. This kid's been on TV for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. She's been exposed to nothing but this. She's had to grow so up true. fast. Okay. Um, she's smart as hell. She's sharp for her to accomplish a lot of the things that she's accomplished with the background of all of this is insane. Yeah. And they should be talking about that. Um, but if I'm Gia, I mean, can we curse in this podcast? You guys yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, to me, I, it's just what I do. If I'm Gia, I would listen to a to a, a single word of any of that, and I would just absolutely tear up wherever you want to tear up. In the sense of like, well, look, she's. I think she's got herself together too much to handle herself the wrong way, you know. And yeah. I think that she has every right to, you know, defend however you want to defend. Okay. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense. That's. I true. see two sides of it. I see two sides of it for sure. But yeah, that does make sense. I agreed with that. All right, we'll let you guys sit on that one. Yeah, I'm curious though. I want to like if you do comment below, I want to know how you feel about that because I do think that Gia did grow up in that, you know, 
with not much of a choice of having to grow up in that kind of reality Mm -hmm. (laughs) or not so reality TV, she's entitled to an opinion. She's an adult now. You know, if you're going to film her, she can say what she wants. All right. TV deets. Now you know the Grand Dame throws the best party in Potomac. Karen Huger's 60th birthday bash was a whole thing. Okay, Potomac. I'm actually, you know what, Jason, I have to say, I'm ready for our Potomac ladies to be back. I'm so ready for Potomac. I am so ready. And Beverly Hills. If I'm looking forward to Housewives franchises coming up, it's that. Because again, I'm going to say, I'm going to get so much shit for this, but I am so disinterested. In Atlanta, my first and favorite franchise, I have no interest. Zero. Yeah. It's like gone out the window. Like you even told me, you know, the other night or last week, he's like, so are we going to watch Atlanta? I'm like, no interest. Sorry. <laughs> no interest. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I watched the first three episodes and I'm like, you're like, no, no, that's good. I'm good. And I, I know I'm not alone. So, wow. For everybody who's watching, happy 3rd of July. Happy Independence Day. Happy almost 4th. Seriously, though, guys, thank you for the super chat, super stickers. Thank you to everyone in the live chat. We know tomorrow's the 4th. It's a holiday. Hopefully you guys have the best, most amazing time, but definitely be safe, be careful, and just be aware. Before we end up leaving, I'm going to share this one last time with you guys. For anyone who's been asking about the Horrible Human merch, you can go to horriblehuman.store, click right there, and you can check out the merch. Give us your opinions. Go buy something. Let us know, and then send it to us. Send us a screenshot. And we have a lot more coming out, too. A lot, a lot more. We're just waiting until we get, you know, all the samples in front of us. And do all the YouTube things, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.